Please join in singing hymn number 240. Do not be afraid. Number 240. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome again to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today the Church celebrates the fifth Sunday in Ordinary Time, and the hymns of today's Mass and the readings remind us of the life of discipleship of following Christ in our life. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We bless you, we 
Let us pray. Keep your family safe, O Lord, with unfailing care, that relying solely on the hope of heavenly grace, they may be defended always by your protection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. In the year of King Uzziah's death, I saw the Lord seated on a high throne. His train filled the sanctuary. Above him stood seraphs, each one with six wings. And they cried out to to one another in this way, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. His glory fills the the whole earth. The foundations of the threshold shook with the voice of the one who cried out, and the temple was filled with smoke. I said, What a wretched state I am in! I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have looked at the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphs flew to me, holding in his hand a live coal, which he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. With this, he touched my mouth and said, See now, this has touched your lips. Your sin is taken away. Your iniquity is purged. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? Who will be our messenger? I answered, Here I am. Send me. The word of the Lord. Before the angels, I will bless you, O Lord. I thank you, Lord, with all my heart. You have heard the words of my mouth. Before the angels, I will bless you. I will adore before your holy temple. I thank you for your faithfulness and love, which excel all we ever knew of you. On the day I called, you answered. You increased the strength of my soul. All earth's kings shall thank you when they hear the words of your mouth. They shall sing of the Lord's ways. How great is the glory of the Lord. You stretch out your hand and save me. Your hand will do all things for me. Your love, O Lord, is eternal. Discard not the work of your hand. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers, I want to remind you of the gospel I preached to you, the gospel that you received and in which you are firmly established. Because the gospel will save you only if you keep believing exactly what I preached to you. Believing anything else will not lead to anything. Well then, in the first place, I taught you that I had been taught myself 
namely that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that he was buried, and that he was raised to life on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures, that he first appeared first to Cephas and secondly to the Twelve. Next he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers at the same time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. Then he appeared to James, and then to all the apostles. And last of all, he appeared to me too. It was as though I was born when no one expected it. I am the least of the apostles. In fact, since I persecuted the Church of God, I hardly deserve the name Apostle. But by God's grace, that is what I am. And the grace that he gave me has not been fruitless. On the contrary, I, or rather the grace of God that is with me, have worked harder than any of the others. But what matters is that I preach what they preach, and this is what you all believed. The word of the Lord. I call you friends, says the Lord, because I have made known to you everything I have learnt from my Father. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus was standing one day by the lake of Gennesaret, with the crowd pressing round him, listening to the word of God, when he caught sight of two boats close to the bank. The fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, it was Simon's, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the crowds from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, Put out into deep water and pay out your nets for a catch. Master, Simon replied, We worked hard all the night long and caught nothing. But if you say so, we will pay out the nets. And when they had done this, they netted such a huge number of fish that the nets began to tear. So they signaled to their companions, in the other boats to come and help them. And when they came, they filled the two boats to sinking point. When Simon Peter saw this, he fell at the knees of Jesus, saying, Leave me, Lord, I am a sinful man. For he and all his companions were completely overcome by the catch that they had made. So also were James and John, sons of Zebedee, who were Simon's partners. But Jesus said to Simon, Do not be afraid. From now on it's men you will be catching. Then, bringing their boats back to land, they left everything and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. 
Just a few days ago, a large number of the youngsters in our parish, aged 10, 11 and 12, were confirmed here by our own diocesan bishop, Bishop Joseph Toll. The Sacrament of Confirmation is meant to be intrinsically linked with the Sacrament of Baptism. In the early times of the Church, the Sacrament of Baptism and Confirmation were conferred at the same time on the infant. And even to this very day, the Orthodox Church baptises and confirms at the same time, as does many of the Eastern uh, Catholic Churches. The Sacrament of uh, uh, Confirmation is intrinsically connected with the Sacrament of Baptism, and it does just exactly what it's meant to do. It confirms the baptismal graces that we've been given. It confirms, strengthens, underlines, and reinforces the baptismal life that we have been given. Looking at those youngsters who were confirmed just a few days ago, what they were being given was a solid foundation of their life to build on through the graces of baptism and confirmation. Especially when you're looking at those youngsters on a confirmation day, there's always something that comes to mind when you're looking at them. What will become of these young children? What will they turn out to be? What will happen to them? What will be the successes of their life? What will be the things that they will be able to overcome? The downsides of their life, even at a young age, will they be able to overcome these things? It's very often a great thing when you see youngsters when they are that bit older and see just exactly what has become of them. Very often, they surprise you at just how they've turned out to be. The milestones that they've passed, the successes that they've had, the things that they've done, the progress that they've made in life. It's a wonderful thing to see that kind of blossoming if you like, in their life. And you can't help feeling that it's got something intrinsically to do with those very graces that have been conferred on them, the graces of baptism and confirmation, those graces that very often shine out in a person's life. Looking at those young people who were confirmed on their confirmation day, there seemed to me something that always kind of strikes me in each of them. A sense that they are leaving us. Not perhaps in a sense that they are leaving school or that they are leaving their home or they're going on to do something else. But leaving us in the sense that they are taking a journey from that point on onwards. A special moment in their baptismal life. The apostles themselves also, we hear, are on a journey, journey uh, with the Lord himself. And of course, that journey takes them over the seas in command, uh, with the command that the Lord gives them. And of course, for the apostles, that journey itself is not something fruitless, not empty baskets, if you like, but what they themselves receive is something of an abundance and so it is for those young children themselves 
in their baptismal and confirmation life, that they also are on that journey, but they are promised uh, full baskets, rich and fruitful life, graces beyond graces. In the sacrament of confirmation, they and each of us who have been confirmed are given all that we need for the journey itself. Very often in our own life, as we know, there are strong winds that blow, there are waves that are very high that seem sometimes to kind of seem to sink our boat. And yet those graces that we've received in baptism and confirmation are all important for our life. They are given to us to travel through life and given to us in order to be strong in all the things that we have to face. Very often when you're looking at those youngsters who are confirmed, it would be great to know just exactly how their life will go, how things will turn out for them. But of course, we're not able to say that because nobody's able to look into the future. But very often we realise that what you're given in life as a youngster is all important of how you will turn out. And so it is with these youngsters. We give them graces to equip them in their life, graces to know God, graces to have a faith in your life, graces through the sacrament to face all the problems and difficulties of life itself. It's as if they're given the map, the compass, the graces that are needed in order to remain strong for the journey. Anyone who is a father or mother of those children who were confirmed would testify to the fact that they would give them anything in order that they would progress in life. And surely that's exactly what we're giving them, especially through the sacrament of baptism and confirmation. Things that will shape their life, things that will strengthen them along the way. On the day of the confirmation, we sensed that we were giving these young children something that was good but we can't fully realise how good it really is. The goodness and grace of God in their life that will transform them. It's especially good, really good. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, Of all things visible and invisible, I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of contention with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. Who has spoken through the prophets. 
I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. And I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. And now let us pray. Conscious of God's goodness to us in our own life, we make all our prayers for all our needs. For those who have been confirmed in their baptismal faith, that they may continue on their journey, knowing that they are equipped with the power and grace of God. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those on holiday at this time of year, for safety in their travels and rest when they are away. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those grieving the loss of a family member or a friend at this time, that they may be consoled and strengthened in the times when they miss their family member or friend. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who feel that they have lost their way in life, for the gift of people in their life who will point the way for them. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For those who have known broken friendships, that these may be mended and lost friendship be rediscovered. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. For all who have died, William Tracy and Moira Lang, and all whom we've been asked to remember. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Almighty God, we believe that you provide for all our needs. You lead us in our lives to joy and peace. You open wide your hand and grant the desires of our hearts. Renew now the confidence that we have in your providence, your care for us, and for all whom we pray for. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Number one, two, two, all that I am. Number one, two, two.
pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice endures, may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. O Lord our God, who once established these created things to sustain us in our frailty, grant, we pray, that they may become for us now the sacrament of eternal life. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Holy Father, Lord of heaven and earth, through Christ our Lord. For by your word you created the world, and you govern all things in harmony. You gave us the same word, made flesh, as mediator, and he has spoken your word to us and called us to follow him. He is the way that leads us to you, the truth that sets us free, the life that fills us with gladness. Through your Son, you gather men and women whom you made for the glory of your name into one family, redeemed by the blood of his cross and signed with the seal of the Spirit. Therefore now and for ages unending, with all the angels, we proclaim your glory as in joyful celebration we acclaim. You are indeed holy and to be glorified, O God, who love the human race and to always walk with us in the journey of life. Blessed indeed is your Son present in our midst when we are gathered by his love and when, as once for the disciples, so now for us, he opens the scriptures and breaks the bread. Therefore, Father, most merciful, we ask that you send forth your Holy Spirit to sanctify these gifts of bread and wine, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, on the night of the Last Supper, he took bread and said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. Similarly, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, gave you thanks, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many 
for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, Holy Father, as we celebrate the memorial of Christ your Son, our Saviour, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross to the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand, we proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, and we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favour on this offering of your church, in which we show forth the paschal sacrifice of Christ that has been handed on to us. And grant that by the power of the spirit of your love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have communion. By our sharing in this mystery, Almighty Father, give us life through your spirit. Grant that we may be conformed to the image of your Son and confirm us in the bonds of communion, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, with all the other bishops, with priests and deacons, and with your entire people. Grant that all the faithful of the Church, looking into the signs of the times by the light of faith, may constantly devote themselves to the service of the Gospel. Keep us attentive to the needs of all, that sharing their grief and pain, their joy and hope, we may faithfully bring them the good news of salvation and go forward with them along the way of your Kingdom. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ and all the dead whose faith you alone have known. Admit them to rejoice in the light of your face and in the resurrection give them the fullness of life. Grant also to us when our earthly pilgrimage is done that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There, in communion with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the apostles and martyrs, and with all the saints we shall praise and exalt you, through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence together, our Father, in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin, and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen.
peace of the Lord be with you always. Let's offer one another a sign of peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb.
Please join in singing hymn number 740, Will You Come and Follow Me, number 740. Let us pray. O God, who have willed that we be sharers in the one bread and one chalice, grant us, we pray, so to live, that made one in Christ, we may joyfully bear fruit for the salvation of all the world. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Hymn number 259, follow me, number 259.